Welcome to Homeschool Mama Self-Care. I'm Teresa Wiedrich from Capturing the Charmed Life. I'm here to help you turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. If you are a homeschool mama challenged by doubt, not sure that you can do this homeschool thing, if you're a homeschool mama challenged by overwhelm, there are just too many things to do, or you are a homeschool mama that isn't clear on what nurturing the nurturer looks like in real time, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome 2021. Let's take stock of the year that we just finished having, our past year in review, and let's plan for the new year ahead. We have a new year. We can take stock. Even though it may just be a flip of the calendar, it's not our homeschool planning typical season somewhere between April and August, but it's still an opportunity to look back at what has been and what we hope will be for the new year. Each year at just this time, I sit with a pen and a journal, a cup of tea, and as much time as I can eke out and answer the thought-provoking questions that are found at the back of Sarah Susanka's book, The Not-So-Big Life, Making Room for What Really Matters. This book is so big in my world that I included it on my homeschool mama reading list. So this annual process helps me to conglomerate my annual history and plan for my future year. I first ran into Sarah Susanka's book, The Not-So-Big House, when I began planning for a house build. We were in a small Kootenai town working for a couple of weeks just to get a feel for the area, see if we wanted to maybe move in this general direction, and I was smitten. I loved the area. I wanted to get back to basics in life and live the simple life. I wanted to live off-grid, an hour out of town, 500 square feet home, with me and my four homeschooled kids and husband. He, being the logical one, said, of course, Teresa, by the time this house is built, this 500-square-foot house that is approximately the size of our dining room at present, dining room and great room, we'll have three teenage girls in 500 square feet. Yes, he's always looking forward like that, whereas I am idealistic and have so many ideas of how I want to live my life, and we're going to put those plans into practice right now. Well, the book, The Not-So-Big House, certainly had many principles that taught me how to plan and build a home that was purposeful, specific, intentional, and very useful just for us. I've written a series of posts on the not-so-big house and all of the principles that it guided me in in creating that house on my blog, Capturing the Charmed Life. But in Sarah Susanka's book, The Not-So-Big Life, I got a chance to think through what really matters. And what better time of the year to take stock than now? Take stock to determine that I intentionally want to do certain things in my life. This is the time of year that I can spend time with my journal and consider the following questions. 
Now I'm going to share some of these questions and some of the answers, but you don't have to go grab your pen and a piece of paper because you can find these questions on my podcast post, Taking Stock, your past year in review and planning for the new year ahead, or at the back of Sarah Susanka's book, of course. So consider your past year. How have I spent my time? What are the results of the actions I've taken? What events, realizations, and understanding have come into being? What has inspired me? Only this past week, Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling was interviewing me for her podcast. She asked me, what has most impressed you from this last year? Or what has inspired you? Or what did you learn from this last year? Well, I'm sure most of us could say a lot of stuff. And I have many things I could share with you, but the one thing that I shared with her that I want to share with you is that I am learning and continue to learn that I want to create communal connections despite differences. Oh, Dolly, if this was a goal that I'd ever had before, it will definitely have been taught this past year. So many opportunities to learn how to create communal connection despite our differences. So what makes me grateful? That's another question on Sarah Susanka's list. I usually add my gratitudes to my journal every morning. I learned that back in the day when Oprah shared, I think somewhere in the 80s, how we must build a gratitude practice. And I've been practicing it since then. What were my sorrows and disappointments and how have they changed me? What books have I read this year and what impact have they had? Would you be surprised to learn that I didn't actually like reading before I was 17? Yeah, true confession. But after 17, I was reading books all the time. And in the last maybe half dozen years, I've been signing up for Goodreads Challenge every year. One year, I hit 35 books. This year, my goal was 25. But I was so close, so close to almost not finishing it before three days before January 1st. So I hunkered down for the last three days of last year and got through, I shouldn't say got through, finished reading Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Because that book is not something you want to get through. It is so delightful. I worked hard to finish that book in time. I pressed the button that I'd finished. And what did I discover that it didn't register my book. So I didn't get the congratulatory email with all the online confetti as I'd hoped I'd get. Well, there's always next year. Next year, I'm going to turn it down to 24 books, two bucks a month. So what movies and other entertainments have moved me and in what ways? I've always loved movies. I have a hard time convincing anyone to watch them with me. My husband will do it because he knows that I don't really expect him to pay full attention and it's okay if he falls asleep. 
one of my girls is willing to do it with me, but mostly my kids grew up on really fast content. Snapchat, YouTube, short little clips that keeps them swiping up, down, left, whatever it is. But they're always moving fast through their content, so it's hard to get them to watch movies with me. But I love dramatic films. You know I like it because I call it films. And I watch the Academy Awards every year. But this year was the year of Netflix, the year of Zoom, the year of pool noodles. Okay, so the year of Netflix. And truthfully, I try, but usually I fall asleep within 15 minutes. That I've grown into. I love movies, but I didn't say I actually watch them all the way through. Or sometimes I watch them through, but it takes me four days. Well, recently, I'm getting into watching movies Friday nights with a glass of wine on my own, sitting on my couch. Everybody does their own thing, and I get to enjoy whatever dramatic film I want. What journeys have I taken? There's been a few this year, hasn't there? What conditioned patterns have I recognized? And what experiences have allowed me to see them more clearly? If there is any year that has unraveled ideas that we've had that may not have been true or taken off layers of inauthenticity, it would have been this last year. So those are the questions that I considered about my last year. This year, I engage questions about my present How am I different now from the way I was last year at this time? Well, there's no doubt about it. I'm simply not driving to town as often as I have been. I don't buy coffees and coffee shops the way that I had before. But I am most definitely more focused, more present, and at ease in a way that I hadn't been before. How can I integrate the key lessons of the past year into my life? That's another question that I write out in my journal. Are there any strategies, phrases, questions, or flags that have particular significance for me right now? Are there any things I'm trying to force into existence right now? If so, what would happen if I stopped trying to make them happen? And I've learned from experience, it usually means... I'm being a little inauthentic, and my inauthenticity makes me want to not do whatever I'm doing long term. So if I maintain the authenticity, I typically give people more of who I really am. I'm more creative, I'm more engaged, and I frankly just enjoy my life more. To what part am I giving birth to? Sarah Susanka gets us to ask ourselves. Of course, you know, that means metaphorically. What am I becoming? I hope that you are becoming more you. I have a free downloadable PDF, Steps to Becoming You, in my Homeschool Mama support group on Facebook. Steps to Becoming You. You'd think that we'd all have that figured out, right? But sometimes the Homeschool Mama role 
is a really big role, and we get absorbed in that identity and forget that we are a person outside of that role. Has my experience of time changed at all since last year? Well, I don't know about you, but every day sometimes feels like a very, very long day, especially in the early months of last year. Okay, so we're going to engage questions about our future. Specifically, what is it that I wish to focus on in the coming year? If I could sum up all my desires and longings in a straightforward statement spoken from the highest aspect of myself, what would it be? Then I choose three words to focus my day, thanks to Brendan Burchard, for each day of the year. I write those intention words on each daily journal entry, and I slip them into my iPod as a daily reminder too. And yes, I just said iPod. Yes, they exist. And yes, they don't own a phone. So consider the past, plan for the future, be present in the present. These questions help us to take stock of where we've been and help us plan where we're going. When we've done this, we need to remember that living happens in the present. So practice being present. Above all, we cannot afford to not live in the present. He is blessed over all mortals who loses no moment of the passing life in remembering the past, said Henry David Thoreau. May this be a useful jumping off point for you in your homeschool for a successful, satisfying 2020. If you want more inspiration for clarity, purpose, and vision in your 2021 homeschool, join me in my free five-day 2021 homeschool vision challenge. Thank you for joining me today. I'd like to hear more about who you are, so come on over to my Facebook or Instagram page, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. And while you're there, you can check out the preview of my new book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Nurturing the Nurturer. All the show notes and the links in this episode will be found at www.capturingthecharmedlife.com. Until next time, I wish you and your kids a charmed week.